0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte.
2: This is a Rock production.
1: Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm...
2: Welcome to the Spotify Green Room. Sorry, we love football experience uh, with Jamel Johnson and Danny Solomon. What, Guys, this feels a lot different.
3: It's definitely greener.
4: It's more advanced, you know, because we're under the wing now of a giant corporation that's sucking up all forms of audio content.
3: I wonder who turned down the Spotify deal in solidarity with Joe Budden.
2: Hey, so there's huge news today, and that's obviously that uh, Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark got arrested in L.A. for having an Uzi in his Lambo. Oh, Uh, Danny, care to comment?
4: You know, it's fun. I mean,
2: it's honestly, you read now,
4: anything having to do with guns, the country's so polarized about the whole issue that most of the people in Kansas City are just like, what the fuck's the problem? (laughs) Of course he got arrested in California. Yeah. Queerville, you know, uh, <laughs> everybody's eating kale and and pulling guys over for having an Uzi in their backpack.
3: Uh, my favorite thing about where I'm from, Northern Virginia, is everybody I know has guns, but they all also vote Democrat.
4: I I kind of feel the same way. I know that it's a big Republican issue, you know, controlling the amount of assault weapons in the country, and I I understand it, but I also understand that. There are people in this country that shouldn't feel safe because of systemic oppression, and they might want guns. And I honestly,
2: I can't argue with
3: that. Thank you. Thank you for not.
2: Uh, (laughs) I kind of like my defensive end having assault weapons. It makes him feel more intimidating. If I was a quarterback, I'd be scared.
3: He's ready to attack. (laughs) He's a shark, man. He's the
4: shark, and he's a shark now with an Uzi. How is that not scarier than anything in the
2: entire league? Dude, big day for defensive ends, actually. This is like the biggest day in defensive end history, I would say. (laughs) Because obviously the other uh, big news is Carl Nasob uh, came out today uh, in an Instagram post, and he's the first openly gay active NFL player. I mean, he's already played full season so he's the first that we know who's even taken snaps let alone uh, is going to play going forward
3: under contract smart you definitely don't want to say this in between deals yep uh what was his stats like last year pull up the numbers uh i think he had a solid
2: season he's played for the browns i think was his first team if you remember he was like the funny financial advisor guy on hard knocks that's right oh hey Loved him on Hard Knocks. He was hilarious. He was like telling Miles Garrett, like, hey, dude, if you just put away your money, you're going to be a billionaire in like seven years. (laughs) And these guys were like, for real? And he was like, "Yes. (laughs) here, it's how it works. And then they were like, this is fucking crazy. (laughs) And he was a rookie, so I don't think he was really making that much. But in the video, I watched it earlier, he does say that uh, he is trying to set aside all of his, Bad spending habits himself, Carl that is, and saying like he wanted to buy a Rolex to impress Taylor Swift, but he didn't do it because he wants to save money too.
3: Uh, First, first check on the gay list. Yeah,
2: no doubt. It's just like what a time those clips are. He was already like kind of a standout on the show, and now with the new context, it definitely makes it more interesting. But uh, guys, this is huge it makes me actually slightly more proud to cover this league it's like the bit, the blemish of being somebody associated with the nfl is like a little bit smaller today
3: um okay dan you got to uh you got to relax
2: bro oh i'm sorry is there not an nfl pride tab on nfl.com right now there is
3: <laughs> it's one guy what about the four under other 100 dudes who got fucking sodomized with fucking weapons at fucking uh, mini camp. Yeah, what about them just,
2: dudes? That's just rookie pranks. That's just that's just camp pranks. Oh, those don't even count.
4: Okay. I mean, to be to be fair, there's not something specifically gay about putting something up someone's ass. It's oh.
3: we've turned it into that. Okay, that's a you know what? great point. Th- that's fair, and I honestly, I could respect that.
2: And look, Jamel, you're right. It's one guy, and there have already been other guys who I'm sure were gay in the league. But the thing that I'm saying with the the pride about it is that the way that the league is uh, greeting this with open arms. It seems like all the major media outlets, and I know, look, that's just where we're at in 2021, but, um, you know, it's a full embrace. This isn't like, you know, I don't know who's going to be the talking head guy to go the other way. And there's really, I don't know why they would, but um, it's, dude, I couldn't, 10 years ago, you couldn't do this. I mean, I know we tried with Michael Sam, but I feel like there was way more pushback at that point.
3: How long ago was that? How long ago was Michael Sam? Let's see. So you mean, so you mean to tell me it took Lil Nas X? We all had to, we had to all enjoy horses in the back. (laughs) It helped. I think it helped a lot. Uh, Michael Sam was
2: 2014 when he was uh, drafted. I think he was drafted in the seventh round.
3: Well, you know that is north of five years, closer to 10 than not, and that is saying something.
2: Yeah, I think we, you know, we were kind of maybe turning a corner there, and then Trump happened. So for four years, we all took a timeout from uh, this sort of progress because there were, I don't know. It's so it feels like now. Uh, it's just the climate was perhaps better to go ahead and do it. I mean, he said he's been wrestling with, with making an announcement like this or you're coming out with this, like, for a long time now, so.
3: I'm interested in in his career, which probably started, what, when he was, like, six? Dudes yeah. usually start playing with theirs. If your parents are really crazy, they'll let you throw their pads on when you're five?
2: I was seven, I think.
3: What's the gayest thing he's seen... That he didn't want to be a part of, because the locker room is, you know, the locker room is gayer than outside.
2: The locker room's way gayer than outside, but then everybody is going to shy. Well, I don't know how a professional locker room works, but certainly a high school and a college locker room. That's gay.
4: that's really the problem. Is that I think because there's so much borderline gay activity going on in a professional locker room that an actual, honest to God, admitted gay person terrifies them because they're like what now I can't you know slap my friend's ass anymore in the shower
3: right but without just... it seeming gay <laughs> some of the most insane logic but you're absolutely right
2: um, hey he was the NFL pe- uh, Pepsi rookie of the week uh, uh, his rookie season okay. week one.
3: Damn.
2: Uh, you know. On the back. in 2018, he set a career high in sacks. He had seven and a half, 12 tackles for loss. And then he signed a three-year, 25-million deal with uh, the Raiders in 2020.
4: He was decent. He had a decent little thing going in Cleveland and then, I guess, didn't play as much last season because the Raiders are just so stacked, stacked on, on defense.
2: Congo, what up? What up, guys? Oh, we're just talking uh, some Carl Nassib.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, that's
2: cool, man. I didn't even know about that guy until
0: today. No, yeah, oh, we
2: either. No, we were saying, you remember him from Hard Knocks when he was on the Browns. He was, like, giving financial advice. They, he, like, kind of got money. Oh, right. he was
0: that on. guy. Yes, I do yeah. remember
2: that guy. Uh, yeah, man, we're just kind of going over that. Uh, I said I was happier to be covering the league now. Jamel uh, blanched at the idea. Is "blanched" the right word?
3: That's what you do to like potatoes, man. Yeah, you put them in ice. <laughs> when you put it in
2: ice cold
4: water, I think that kind of works though. You pour cold water on it. That's what Jamel did to you.
3: It is true. I did. Yeah. yeah I was say, like cold
0: showers are pretty good for you, right? So,
2: like
3: a. Exactly. You need a shower, Dan. Try to act like you're fucking hopeful for America. Shut the fuck up, dude.
2: Uh, I do. Look, we. You told me there's some big controversy in the European Soccer League right now because a dude wore, like, a rainbow armband. Yeah,
3: the captain of the German team, who is also the best goalkeeper, highest paid goalkeeper in the world, arguably the best. He wore a pride armband in yesterday's game, which they won, 4-2. to two, And then UEFA launched an investigation into if a rainbow represented a hate group which is so fucking dumb. They got whole countries of guys calling dudes monkeys. You're going to investigate a rainbow? Yo, Get, shut the, get the
2: fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying, man. Some of these this soccer uh, bigotry it makes us look fucking incredible by comparison. <laughs> that is crazy.
3: Yeah, we it do was, a lot of shit, but yeah,
2: still dumb. Go ahead, then. My bad. Oh, we do a lot of
4: shitting on America in this podcast, but honestly... It's the entire world really that's got a fucking problem. The Europeans definitely aren't better than us.
2: Right. That's and true. all I was trying to say was that the media coverage of this event, I think, is very positive and it's a good outlook. Whereas right now we have a similar um, storyline in Europe and doesn't seem to be ta- being taken the same way. I'm sure there are amazing advocates out there who are arguing against this stupid investigation, but uh, yeah. Hey, we can celebrate progress, guys. It's okay. We can, but we can't pat ourselves on the back.
3: Dan wants to pat himself on the back, bro. I'm
2: not, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm patting basically our country. Yeah, our country. I guess with that, I'm patting all four of us on the back right now.
4: Well, also, the country hasn't had enough time to process this. We still have, we're currently in the this-just-happened phase. We've got to get into the backlash. That's going to happen pretty soon. Then That's backlash. To the backlash.
2: Like, who's going to be the the big media guy who's going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Chris Broussard,
4: right? Wasn't he the uh, homophobe? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, because he is one of the gayer analysts. So let's be clear. He loves going <laughs> to church. He loves going to church too much. It's Something's off. He's got Dwight Howard energy. Gotcha.
4: I think the most you're going to hear is like a Joe Theismann or kind of, you know, one of the older analyst guys, Terry Bradshaw, just being like, look, I don't know how the teammates are going to like it. And then that's going to get spun into the big, you know, this guy's a bigot and then they're going to get canceled.
3: I think the timing of this saves the old guys because there's still three months until the season starts. So like, I take that back. What, two? There's two months until the season starts, but that's two whole months to get it out at the crib now because all these guys used to play, and they have that um, athlete media mentality where they already think they shouldn't be saying what they really think. Right. So if you give them two whole months to get it out at the house, I think, you know, as long as they don't, as long as Rush Limbaugh is still dead. Is he dead? Is he alive? Oh, he's Uh, dead. I
2: believe Okay, he's currently dead. dead.
3: Okay. Yeah. As long as he's dead and then the ESPN doesn't hire him, I think we're good. Are yeah. the
4: players coming out and saying something? Because I've only seen one, and yeah. that was Saquon
2: Barkley. Good on Saquon. I hope Saquon that was like good for him? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I
3: think cool. there's
2: going to be a Cole Beasley type who's going to go the other way. Because <laughs> no, I do think Cole he'll be
3: Beasley, a if Cole Beasley raps about this, he's, de- <laughs> he's so dead to me.
2: Oh man. Yeah. If there's going to be a Cole Beasley type who is going to tweet out his opposition, it's going to be like in the form of like, you know what, keep it to yourself. We don't want to know type bullshit. And then um, I think there'll be pushback on that guy. But you know what, this is good. This is a turning point. You know, Cole Beasley, the Cole Beasleys of the league need to get with several programs, not just, uh, you know, social issues.
4: Oh, the entire Bills locker room. I mean, I know, Dan. You told me that there are friends of yours who listen to the show who have become disgusted by the Chiefs because of my constant standing of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would just like to say, the Chiefs might annoy you, but the Buffalo Bills, the anti-vax
2: Bills, <laughs> do you really want them to win the AFC? <clears throat> yeah, just to uh, to go back on that i've had a a buddy who listens to the show say you know what i was kind of an impartial chief's witness and now i hate their guts because of danny and i'm like you know what i first of all i think danny will take that as a compliment and second of all uh (laughs) thanks for listening
4: if only just to protect myself i take it as a
3: compliment
0: (laughs) i feel like i used to get personally upset uh at fans like danny but now it's kind of just like well
3: Nah, I only it's, hate the it Eagles It is what now. it is. It's not personal now, you know. Being on, on the like, show made me hate the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> more than a lot, more than a lot, more than myself. I hate the Eagles more than myself now. That's a big change for me. Did somebody <laughs> say Chiefs, you're
1: enemy?
2: Troll South did you. Welcome to the program.
3: Hello.
1: Well, hey, thanks. You're an enemy if you like the Chiefs in my world. Well, <laughs> yeah, I,
4: I am a huge Chiefs fan, but I'm also terrified by your voice. You sound purely demonic, and 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 so I'm just going to say, I'm going to say the Chiefs are bullshit because I'm scared.
1: <laughs> <did>. You're right. <laughs> No, yeah, I know you're not doing that, but I just don't like the Chiefs. Obviously, I can name three teams I don't like right away, so that tells you who I like. I don't like the Chiefs. I don't like the Broncos. Right. You see where we're headed? We're narrowing yeah. this down.
4: Ra-
3: All right. I'm going to guess Raiders. I like now. the Raiders. I'm going to Raiders, ran, baby. Hey, hey. Raider Nation, thanks for checking in. I know.
1: Yeah, I'm always with the Raiders. I mean, I'm unhappy with the NFL itself in a lot of ways, but, you know.
4: Now, are you happy with Carl Nassib coming out today as a Raiders fan?
3: I am. There we go. Yeah, We're that's on great. the right side of history, baby.
4: He's not I mean, his not Any fans, he did the right thing. And God bless the Raiders right. organization for sticking up for that. That is the last good thing I'll say. About
1: the Raiders. Oh, the last thing, one thing I hoped about the Raiders over the past years because of the Raiders' image, you know, uh, real men wear black and they always try to be kind of ominous, you know, not so much anymore. But what I had hoped was they would have made a move to sign Kaepernick, but it's never happened and it's not going to.
3: Yeah, especially when you have the worst car brother and his back is just... Who knows what's up with that guy's back? Every other week, backyotomy. Hey, uh, Trill
2: South, do you have a a TV on in the background that we can
1: hear? Uh, maybe the... This headset sometimes amplifies, so I'll turn it off. I have turned down, but I'll just mute it.
2: I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you know what? You just brought up a good point, though, about... Raiders fans going to a Raiders game is an event all of, and of itself. It's like a Kiss concert. You're throwing makeup on. You're doing crazy costumes. I, you know, this is going to be open the door for several possibilities.
4: <laughs> you, you it's. I mean, a Kiss concert is a is a decent comparison. I would compare it more to The Purge.
1: <laughs> all right, the shoulder Which pads Purge? with the spikes on it.
4: You know, and the regular actual Purge? dead bodies. that regular Purge are <laughs> piled Purge. up. Half purge? Whole purge? It's the it's purge election year. Oh,
2: okay.
1: You get stabbed at a Raiders game. Yeah, yeah
2: that's right. why you have to wear armor when you go.
4: <laughs> As a Chiefs fan, I've often thought, because of the convenience, you know, uh, of going up to Oakland to see a game, obviously now it's Vegas, so it's a, I, I guess a much safer experience, but even – just going to Oakland, uh, you know, I, I thought about it. It's only five hours away. But putting on the Chiefs gear in the in the Sea of Black, brave but stupid, right? I mean, I could have gotten my ass kicked.
1: In Oakland, for sure. In Vegas, you know, I, I'm not happy about Vegas. But, you know, what can you do?
2: Yeah, that was crazy that the Rock on Ballers orchestrate, orchestrated the entire move.
3: Right. That season of yeah. ball is so upsetting. I mean, I've been
1: an NFL fan since I was young, so yeah, I follow all of that too. And you know, the Rock's involvement in a lot of things is interesting for sure.
2: Oh, I love it when Raiders Nation stops by, and especially a Raiders day. You guys are in. You're you're the talk of the NFL right now. You're the, you. The whole league is looking at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so I would say enjoy this day. Uh, take a moment to, you know, you guys don't have the the, the attention of uh, the football nation most of the
1: time. No, the Chiefs do, unfortunately.
2: They do. And, you know, okay, that brings us back to the point Danny brought up earlier about uh, one of our listeners is disgusted by the Chiefs. And I think it's because – the Chiefs have the best player, and Danny knows that, so he can he can make these grand sweeping uh, statements about, "Hey, we're going to be good for the next ten years," and he's right. So that well, and I also think we have three of the top ten
4: players in the league.
2: But continue. Ooh! Ooh
3: wow. who's third?
4: Well, we got Hill and Kelsey. I mean, you're not going to find much better dudes at their positions.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, all right all right Tyreek Hill uh, how, old are, I, hey, look, Danny, how okay.
0: old are they
4: though how old are they well Kelsey's our our gray beard he's 29 I think he's oh no he's 30 about to turn 31 uh, but Tyreek's pretty young he's spry he's 25 26 something like that very young still tight ends stick around man Jason Witten he's what 47
1: he he's home. on the Raiders isn't he <laughs>
4: He is, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: he is. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> the Ni- I think the Niners got like two or three guys in the top 25 overall in the NFL. i 25 say, years old. Yeah, Trent Trent, Trent
3: is probably 24 on that list, right? And He's then,
0: 32 uh, years old. No, Trent. You, got, you got Bosa, you got Kittle. Or no, you got Kittle, Bosa, Fred Warner.
3: Kittle fell off. Kittle's That's
4: done. Kittle is out.
0: No, just in terms of the,
3: No, he's not done. Just in terms I, of the current list. No, I just said that to oh, yeah, rile up Kungle. <laughs>
4: um,
0: but yeah, we got hey, I'm just saying, Niners are, you know. Trey Lance, he might be the new the new oh, thing. Man. Who knows?
4: Right. It ha- he has to be because Jimmy G's <laughs> out there getting clowned on by Tom Brady. I know. Uninterrupted.
0: <laughs> the the, Old the LeBron news. James Old barbershop news. show. Tom Brady I mean... talking shit. That's how competitive Tom Brady is. He'll go and win like eight Super Bowls, and he'll still be upset about something that happened two years ago.
3: About himself getting hurt. I- he got, he's the one who got hurt. He's mad because somebody had to play. Like he wanted the Patriots to not have a quarterback. <laughs> how
1: how was he excited about <laughs> tight ends and talking about Kelsey and some other tight ends, you know, as being in – the top of the league and couldn't even mention Waller. Oh,
4: Waller's Waller. great. Yeah, You're Waller right. Waller.
3: Yeah.
4: Waller's my fantasy too. uh he's he's my my baby in fantasy. I want him again this season.
2: He, yeah, he's a, gonna uh, get
3: baker. There's a um I think it's like a Glade plugins ad, or maybe it's like a Garnier Fruitique. There's some ad where some woman He's singing the phrase the water very soulfully, and I always <laughs> say Darren Waller instead of the water whenever I see this ad. I think it's Blade plugins.
0: That shows how big he's gotten. What, so what's the Raiders guy's name that came out?
2: Uh, Carl Nassib.
0: Do you think Carl and the Netflix show Queer Eye will team together to go on and, uh, what do they call it, like, remodel the whole Raiders organization, starting from the Dave- Davis all the way down.
4: Oh, yeah, cut, cut Mark Davis's hair.
3: Get fucking Carson Kressley. <laughs> this, okay, so you're describing the movie 2-1-Foo. Uh, you're not, this uh-huh. isn't reality anymore.
0: I'm rooting for that to happen. There's got to be a Netflix special or HBO special.
1: You know what I'm rooting for? For when he, because he's a defensive end and came out, when he tackles someone real hard, I'm rooting for him to just kind of whisper to them, I'm gay.
4: Just a reminder. Just
1: just for the NFL (laughs) people, because you know so many of the people in the league are actually against it, although there are other players that are gay and just have never said they are.
4: Absolutely. I mean, we've 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 really beaten the Aaron Rodgers horse to death and beyond. Mm-hmm. So we won't even get into that. But you're absolutely right. He he comes in, sacks Josh Allen and just a little whisper like, you know, love the Montero video. Just something like something just a little reminder that, <laughs> hey, I'm against everything you stand for.
2: Right. I think it gives you kind of an ed- a competitive edge, at least to help motivate yourself where you know that there are people who you're playing with who disagree with your lifestyle or kind of just like your orientation. Yeah. It's just like now that you were brave enough to tell them all, Hey, here's who I am. Now they hate you. So now it's just like, yo, let me fucking strip sack this guy.
3: I think you just scream it. Every play. <laughs> no, like I, every I, would play. I would just
1: blow kisses at him when I knock them down. <laughs> God. <laughs>
2: Remember when uh, they were doing the whole kind of boycott the NFL thing when the guys were taking knees during the anthem? This is, this is what their nightmare was, actually, that the league was going to turn right. into <laughs> just like gay players running around and people kneeling during the anthem. And now it's just like, it is what it is, guys. You're going to have to live with this. This is the new world. The Raiders are really
0: changing their image. They like speaking of Darren Waller, he that's why I liked him. He had that uh story of like drug rehab and he you know, he beat his drug addiction and everything and now they got this dude.
3: They really what will? Him, you know? Well, you know what? They fucking mm-hmm. needed to. The amount of money <laughs> the amount of money they're charging for tickets, you're gonna need some gay people up in the seats. Hey eventually you know, drag race is going to sell out. You can't always, everybody can't go to drag race every, they only going to be at Caesars one weekend. Sure.
1: I'm wondering what the Raiders owner, because we know how he is as far as, uh, marketing and pushing the Raiders image really hard. I'm wondering what will he do with this and push it with, uh, You know, because it's getting a lot of media attention. I mean, NFL stories are short lived somewhat, but will he do push something with a t shirt or something? I think he should. I mean, how far,
4: you know, how far the NFL has come just in the past couple of years with deciding to care about black people? I think they have to now do the same. They're on a path to try to find, you know, younger audiences that can last because it's it can't just be all the old fat guys from the Midwest filling up your yeah. Well, and same. I mean, it's how my dad started. (laughs) But you know, the wrong kind of dudes are gonna bring down the NFL if we let them. So you got to turn. You got to do the business thing and get in with the gay people. And actually, the Raiders have been way ahead on this because they're all about being pirates. And who's more gay than a bunch of pirates?
3: Uh-oh. I don't know. Not many. Almost nothing. Nothing is, I think.
1: Uh, I'm just ready think- for the black Raiders shirt where the Raiders logo has a pride colors in it.
0: It says on the back, are linemen like being held?
3: Uh, you know what? Until he said that, I liked it.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, bad joke, bad
0: joke. I think that, that is
4: the issue, is that there are going to be a lot of great jokes, opportunities that we can't take, because that's real progress. We can't we can't go for the low-hanging
3: fruit anymore. Look, we're getting it out now. We got, we got no. to do it
4: right now. Yeah, last 30 minutes of this podcast, we dedicate to getting it out of our system.
1: You know, the problem we haven't seen yet with him coming out today, who do you potentially see as a problem on the Raiders that could be a problem? Mm-hmm. Who, now when the everyone, the
3: everyone well, when everyone
1: why, let, was hey, kneeling, getting... sorry, go ahead, oh I'll shut up.
3: <laughs> no, no, I just... No. I, I,
1: right, I, I mean, like... I'm used to the free flow where people talk and it doesn't bother me at all.
3: Oh, no, I just said, uh, as long as Namdi Aswan still isn't on the team, I think everybody's going to be on board.
0: What about Incognito (laughs) if he's still on
3: that team? Yeah, you don't want that kind of
0: hazing.
1: Oh, no. You know who I was thinking of, though, would kind of secretly not be in favor of it? (laughs) Gruden? Derek Carr. Yeah, because he's Ooh. ultra religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because when they had the kneeling, he wouldn't kneel when his whole team did. He's the only one that did
3: True. And Christ told him to do that, as we all know.
1: Right. He had to yeah. stand
3: for the Lord's troops. Different set of troops he was representing.
1: Right. There wasn't even an America back then. <laughs> Well, he lost the respect of a lot of his team.
4: Well, I think that happened a few seasons before. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it was all the check downs (laughs) that probably lost him the respect. Well, yeah,
1: and the interceptions.
4: But, you know, I actually found Derek Carr last season to be kind of a tough opponent, at least for my team. I don't know why our defense yeah, I mean he and he had a good season relative to other Derek Carr seasons.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. I believed. I honestly believed. I thought this was the, this was the Raiders' year to make some noise.
1: Well, I'll be cool if they just trade him to the Chiefs.
4: Sure, you know. I'll take a we'll take a backup Derek Carr, maybe oh. third string because Henny does win playoff games.
1: Wow. All right. Well, we've got Mariota on the bench and what is his name, Deshaun, is that how it was said, or Deshaun Kaiser Yeah, on the bench? Yes.
3: We got, we got playoff game winners over this way, too.
1: Right? <laughs> well, take Carr, that's all I care, trade Carr.
4: That's actually a great question for Jamel, is would you take Derek Carr right now over Fitzmagic?
3: Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough, because Ryan just, there's no, it just seems like at some point, he's going to have to stop playing quarterback. I just believe that Ryan is about to hit the wall. I mean, it's just it's too much magic. They stopped making Harry Potter movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually that shit, there's no sequel to Fantasia. Eventually the magic just got to stop. That's my thing with him. I think Ryan's a better player than Derek Carr because I feel like Derek Carr just gets hurt. He's another, He's one of them dudes. You get 10 games from him. And then, you know, he'll be at fucking Joel Olstein's house with a fucking, <laughs> with an air cast on.
1: For four uh, games.
3: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Guys, the know. news is rampant today. I got to shift gears, literally, because Alvin Kamara is NASCAR's newest growth and engagement advisor. What? Yeah.
3: Did he do that to get free jackets? <sighs> yes. Smart. Uh,
2: I guess he went to his first race a year ago to support Bubba Wallace Jr. And now he's on NASCAR's official website on the, on the front page right now uh, with a picture of Kamara just saying he's uh, directing their leadership and strategic planning and fan development efforts.
3: Uh, if you really want to help, uh, rig some races for Bubba. I think that's the only thing that's going to get people in there. <laughs> If Bubba was winning all the time, it would go Tiger Woods. You know what I'm saying? We'd all yeah. be in.
4: It's true. We actually just forgave Kevin Durant for a few seconds because exactly. he was he was
0: hitting threes. Solid text. That must be like a push by NASCAR. It's um, the yeah, it's, it's the same Forty so Niners head coach, Kyle Shanahan. He did the whole start your engines, wave the flag at some NASCAR event a couple weeks ago. That's a weird little – kind of makes sense. So I feel like NASCAR fans are pretty similar to football fans. I'd say there's some overlap, sure.
3: Yeah.
0: Body type. Not as much as
3: you think, though. (laughs) I'm thinking a lot of them dudes did leave when when Kaepernick jumped off. When it started, they were like, you know what? We'll
1: stick to a circle.
3: Yeah, I like circles. (laughs) Circles (laughs) is enough enough for me, damn it. So is it
4: because Alvin Camara his name kinda of sounds like Camaro? Is that why this is happening?
3: I like this. that. That actually makes a ton of sense. It fits it flows. It fits in it ships.
0: Or Corolla. I think one of the NASCARs is a Corolla.
3: Yeah, they're definitely wow. doing Corolla's.
0: I actually owned a Corolla. <laughs> Me too. Yeah.
4: Maybe I'll check out Nascar. <laughs>
2: Or it's it's already, shit's already working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or he just watched Talladega Nights, which is one of my favorite uh, Jamel theories. Uh, and it's usually for rappers because you'll just hear them talking about a movie and a song. But I think it, it reaches out to athletes too. Or they watch a movie and then they're just interested in a subject for a week.
1: Like, that's know, for sure because should... you if you ain't first you're last there damn you go. right amen <laughs> uh I, sorry, go ahead.
4: I do have an update on the earlier frank clark story is uh the reason why there was more of a hubbub and this wasn't you know Swept under the rug as cleanly as usual, is uh, this was his second gun charge in three months. I believe same gun, so it's kind of a you know double jeopardy sort of thing. But
3: you—they let him keep it.
4: He dude might be actually. I mean, given California and the way we are over here with our laws, might be looking at some real jail time. You don't think Nikes. Andy Reid could make a call? I hope he does. I hope whatever black <laughs> magic. Andy Reid can employ – I mean, I would just – if if Andy Reid just came over and told me to release fucking Charles Manson, I'd do it. I, lo- I mean, he just has a way of making you
0: feel like you're doing the right thing by following what he says. They should just tack it on to his son's charges. Let him deal with it.
3: I think that was a rule um, <laughs> before, like, Hammurabi's code. <laughs>
0: What are, I don't even know what that is. What is?
3: Hobart? Oh, I think that was the shit. like the fucking, the fucking the, the 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 Ten Commandments,
4: dude. He's the old king. He was pre okay, Ten Commandments, uh, who came up with an eye for an eye. That was that's this dude.
3: Yeah, my boy.
4: Always works. Eye for an eye.
3: <laughs> well,
2: we were talking about that an eye for an eye a little earlier and usually the, the second person takes it a little further it's usually like an eye for a head that's true and I guess in
4: in the case of using it for the law what would you really even do for somebody with a possession of a gun charge it'd be like when a parent gives you a pack of cigarettes because they caught you smoking one so I guess they'd have to like be like hey you shouldn't be carrying that gun here's a bag of guns <laughs>
3: <laughs> now now, what are you going to do? Yeah, now you and have 10 oozies. New-
1: Welcome to Texas.
4: <laughs> oh, if he had done this shit in Texas, we'd be playing ball. Frank Crawler would be sacking Derek Carr's ass um, um, every single week instead of going to prison.
1: <laughs> in Texas, you're you like, you only have uh, one gun? What's wrong with you? One gun? Yeah,
3: no, Texas is a four-gun minimum.
0: I could see Frank Clark being like a secret agent. Yeah.
3: Ooh, what
0: a great defense that would be! Double yeah. agent.
2: Frank hey, I was trying to save Clark. somebody. <laughs> I was trying to save the president. Oh, he's got daughter. like
0: a gun. He's like, uh, you know, getting all the weapons for a gun ring in the NFL, and they're just kind of you know slow playing all the the players in his ring. He's a spy, man. That's what. That's perfect. He's just
4: he's he's on a case. There's terrorists. Uh, infiltrating a at Arrowhead Stadium and yeah, at all the different NFL stadiums. There's it's like uh, that Van Dam movie where he kills a bunch of terrorists at the Penguins game. Sudden That's death? actually this is a movie idea, but it is sudden death. But th- this is a real movie idea. Football player by day and sometimes night, and uh, secret agent by night, sometimes day.
3: Day depending on if they
4: have a Monday
2: night. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch it. See, I think uh, this is already happening, and that's when Lamar Jackson had to poop or whatever a couple <laughs> times game. He was actually going, you know, in an interrogation room because they caught the perp.
3: Yes. Oh. He put a dude in the box?
4: He's foiled he's an entire terrorist plot of, like, a huge multi-international, you know, multinational ring of evildoers, and then runs back onto the field and loses a playoff game.
3: (laughs) I do like that, though. The movie ends with the player losing. He saves the world and then loses the game. And everyone hates him. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's like a dark.
0: There's that that one kid at the very end, you know, at the tunnel with his jersey.
3: (laughs) Just one kid. And then he fucking spits on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck do you know,
4: kid? Life won't appreciate you.
3: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do you know, kid? Is a real good ending. Uh, I think he
0: throws the jersey back on his head. Well, and he, I guess you spit on him too, like you said. Yeah. yeah well, the spit
2: helps the jersey to stick. That's I like all. To think yeah, that this is how all Eli Manning games ended. <laughs> Also, did you guys see Eli Manning having his number retired? And he's back in business with the Giants. He's uh, also in a fan engagement role. Instead of NASCAR like Alvin, he's trying to engage with the the Giants.
3: Who wants to engage with him? (laughs) Is it going to be a dunk tank?
0: (laughs) He's like me. He just stands next to you until you say something to him. <laughs> like, why are you standing? Next to me? Oh, hey, my name's Andrew.
2: Do you oh, like the New two. York Giants? So that they're retiring bet. number, Jamel. Quickly, what number did Eli wear? Ten piece. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I forgot for a enough. second.
4: Yeah, that it's not. Enough. It takes it takes a few moments to access that, but it's it's there.
3: Yeah, I'll never forget I, it, dude. I went to a Monday night game at FedEx with my little brother, and this my brother antagonized Eli Manning from the train station until we got in our seats. He's just yelling, <laughs> Eli, we're coming for you, Eli. Eli proceeds to drop a 50 ball on us. Good stuff. Had to walk a mile back to the train station. He feeds on people's hatred that's because that's what's in his dumb head. It's got that big water head full of just hate. Some people say he's the funnier Manning. I would, I would agree with that. He's the one who'd get up at the comedy store. Oh man. I they, say something they, real wild. There's
2: not much history
4: of that, but it has happened. I, I believe it was, uh, who was it? Pat McAfee that did stand up. Whoa, is he a punter? He's a punter, yeah. That's as good as it
3: gets. Barely counts.
1: The funny one is not on the NFL show, always doing comedy, but he's horrible.
3: Well, something we know. Oh, the, 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 the weird manic. Yes, Cooper. Yeah. Cooper, the, the freak. I've seen him wear a hat sideways. <laughs> That's funny.
4: I think something we know as stand-ups is
3: that, really,
4: uh, if you try stand-up, you, are probably, you can be a funny person, but the funniest people in the world are always the people who would never try it in a million years.
3: Yeah.
4: It's always your friend who's just always been funnier and better than you, but has no interest.
3: Yeah, and also has a gun
4: charge.
1: <laughs> At least in my case. Are you guys talking about me now? <laughs> oh shit. I mean I'm right. the funny one and I've got a gun charge. Wow.
2: <laughs> Damn. Well Danny, you called that from
3: Fuck. I from way downtown. What did hey, they I catch mean, you with? Yeah. One two? nine? What was it? They oh, caught
1: go? me with actually I had three guns and I was out in the middle of the street with one out. Okay. All right, so
4: this is beyond but, Frank Clark territory even. Can I ask how <laughs> can I ask how long of a jail sentence uh, did you get for None, I like defended
1: that? myself and got nothing.
4: Oh my fire. god. Fire,
1: this story is fire,
3: Almost fire, a documentary. Fire. Damn. What is
1: it? I got probation for about 2 years. But I didn't serve any time, other than waiting to go to court. So I was only in there like two days.
4: And what would you say spurred on your your uh, I, I I don't want to call it tirade. I don't want to be disrespectful. There's plenty of reasons why you'd be walking around with a gun out. Sure. But what was the what were the circumstances surrounding that? Patrick Yeah.
1: Was it? Why well, I wasn't.
4: Was it Patrick meeting you guys <laughs> yet again? In your home that's family.
1: maybe a, a future charge there. But that, that's <laughs> not, that wasn't that one. But, you know, this one was uh, people thought I was somewhere, someone else in a small town and attempted to harass me and fight me and push my car to the side of the road.
3: Oh, OK, so you stepped out on it.
1: Yeah. I said, oh, so are you this- sure you're pulling me over? <laughs>
4: So that's far more of a heroic situation than it sounded like at first.
1: Frank, not <laughs> to the police.
4: <laughs> well, they're always they're they have to be fair to a fault. I'd say.
3: Uh Yeah, I don't know. I have
4: nothing to add. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. But, I have uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but I said it.
3: When dealing when
4: dealing with Get a certain race, things now. are fair. Yeah,
3: now's the time.
1: And this is your guys' room and your thing, so you're welcome to shut me up anytime you want.
3: Oh, dude, I think, no. I think, uh, I think we like where things are going. We're just kind of, well, honestly, me, I'm just putting away some winter clothes, so I'm a little distracted. Uh, I can't speak for the other dudes, but um, we're loving what you're it. I love it. Putting man.
1: away winter clothes at the end of June. Figure that
3: one out. Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm a little behind schedule. Jamel's Christmas right. tree is
0: still yet to go out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's hanging. All
3: right. Well.
0: What's the least yeah. uh like the least what what jacket are you looking uh least forward to putting away?
3: Um yeah. probably the one I just put away. I have a work jacket from when I worked at a rest stop that has my name on it. And it's a nice CentOS waterproof Ooh. The pockets are in a good place. It's got an extra pocket inside so you can sneak booze places.
4: <laughs> so back to the gun charge, was this a permit gun? Were you allowed oh, to yeah. carry it? Okay, see, so that's different. We have a no-permit Uzi versus a permitted, I'd
1: say, handgun, it sounds like. I, well, I had three guns with me Three guns at the time, and I, it's not normal, but... Uh, I was visiting a family member in a small, real super conservative area, and I was living in Dallas. And so it was a good idea when you leave your apartment to take your guns or somebody else will come in and take them for you. Like Obama? All
3: right. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We're getting it out. We're just getting it out. We're just fine. we're just getting our last ones out. What
0: did they? So what did they actually charge you with? Like assault? Because you threatened them?
1: Uh, what did they charge me? It was a uh, not the actual gun charge. It was like uh, some sort of technical charge for having your gun out, disturbing the peace kind of stuff or something.
4: And when you decide to represent yourself do you have to look up some of the lingo like do you have to get it because that's what they always tell people is you can't you shouldn't defend yourself because you don't know shit so did you have to read up on it
1: no i didn't i defended myself in an incident before and got the charges dropped on me and got the charges put on the people who were going against me
4: Oh, shit. I might call you to defend me if it ever
3: comes up.
1: Yeah, so he's I coming had wanted into to court go. with
3: a winning record already.
1: <laughs> Better than Derek <laughs> I had wanted to go to school for law, but never did. You know, it's going to take too long, cost too much. For sure. That's why I went into hip-hop instead.
4: Jesus, this keeps unfolding. Uh, no, this is
3: good.
4: What aspect of hip-hop are we talking about? I know Dan is going to try to rein us back into football. News. Not at all. This has a lot to do. Is Dan?
3: Yeah. Is Dan talking about news still? Yeah. Feel feel free to
4: jump in with like uh, you know a, a fun Nick Sirianni story if you want to. But uh,
2: we're okay. finding some shit out. Yeah. Yeah. No. I want to. I want to go down this road as well. But uh, <laughs> hey, Sean McVay has a new. Uh, <laughs> he, he has a thing called urgent enjoyment. It came to him one day. He said, Hey, there's urgency, but there's a joy in the way you attack the game. And so now all the RAM shit has this phrase, urgent enjoyment, on it.
3: That's Um, horrible. Sounds like promo for a power hour.
1: Nicely done. Urgent senses. That St. Louis crowd would love it the way they are. The Rams fans would love it, you know, but they're not in St. Louis anymore.
4: There's still some St. Louis diehards that I know of. I mean, you're in the same boat, man. You 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 really don't know where to go when your team moves. They're still your team. You still love the guys. They're the same dudes you were rooting for last year, minus a few free agents and whatnot, but... You know, it's basically the same situation. It's just in another city and another bunch of idiots gets to root for them.
1: True. And the Rams were in Los Los Angeles before they went to St. Louis. Dan, would
4: you root for the Eagles more or less if they moved from Philadelphia to Riverside, California?
2: More. (laughs) More. (laughs) That, That would be the only place... So that I would root for him more.
4: So you'd be Render out on them. Side, huh? You'd be out on them if they were like the, you know, the uh, shit, what you, I mean, the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Eagles.
2: Yes. I think I would probably jump ship at that point. Wow. And then who do you jump to? There's I There's plenty no. of room
4: on the Chiefs boat.
2: Raiders. <laughs> I might go Raiders, honestly. At this sure. point, if I had to pick from thirty-one other teams, the Raiders are looking kind of tasty.
4: You're just going to hurt yourself though I mean we, we're both We've watched football together We're very emotional <laughs> From play to play You don't want to have that happen You don't want your your hopes for the At least for your Sunday if not your entire week Resting on Derek Carr's shoulders And that defense I'm trusting their team oh, He ten already watches
1: now. the
3: Eagles He already Ooh, watches the Eagles That's a good point
1: Let him do it Real men wear black
4: Mm -hmm. Dan I know that you're going to say Jalen Hurts So I won't even make him a part of this conversation But let's say you have three quarterbacks To choose from One is Derek Carr One is Carson Wentz And the other is Joe Flacco Who do you want in there?
2: Wow Uh, I'll root for the Oklahoma City Eagles
1: (laughs) (laughs) No thank you I mean, Joe Flacco, eight years ago.
4: Oh, sure. So Super Bowl year, Joe Flacco, I think many of us would take.
2: No, but wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. Trill South, I want to talk about your music. Danny was right. I didn't mean to just to derail us with that stupid John oh. McVay thing. <laughs> How long have you been rapping?
1: No, I didn't really rap so much. I mean, I did a little bit, but I was more in – Speaking at music conferences, filming videos, going to uh, events, and doing all kinds of stuff. There oh, none- only rapped a little. Doesn't think I was very good.
2: You're in the world,
1: right? Yeah, Welcome
3: I like the Spotify Green World.
1: You know? Yeah, because I used to wrote for—I used to write for obviously myself, but I wrote for uh, SohH, which is a big hip hop site, and I wrote for all hip hop.
3: Okay, yeah. I know all hip-hop.
1: So who
4: are the who are the guys to watch? More mm, latest, currently? Yeah, I mean, I, I could have asked Dan and Jamel yeah. that question, too, but since we've got a, a real man of the world here.
1: Well, currently, I'm almost like uh, the old man who's like, get off my lawn type of guy. So I'm still back to the... You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, hip-hop for Southern. I put a lot of stuff on the website today, which is current. And in current days, I don't like much. But a lot of the Atlanta guys are doing really good now, like uh, Young Thug. I mean, 2 Chains is doing some interesting things. But I'm still over at the Texas angle a little bit.
4: Do you guys agree?
3: I mean, look, I just got Dan to, like, even listen to, like, 21 Savage. You know what I'm saying? We just figured out what the kids were saying, like, two years ago. <laughs> so, you know, we're catching up.
1: <laughs> You'll get that. You're probably listening to, what, X.
3: Oh well, you know, not not show that. Yeah, I listen to Montero every day. First time seeing the video though earlier today. Yeah, because I don't be watching videos. You know, maybe Kodak. I haven't, I, haven't, I
0: haven't seen that video either. It's it's, good. Yeah, it's I'm very horny. On.
4: It's uh <laughs> Carl Nassib approved.
3: Yeah, it's like what if the gladiator was gay, but then also like what if Caligula was gay?
4: What if Satan was gay? I think. Yeah, is the real takeaway.
3: Maybe Kodak Satan. Black.
4: Satan is gay, right? Go. I mean, you know, if if you're talking about what <laughs> what like hardcore Christians <laughs> feel like is the most evil, then I guess that would be part of it. Wow. I'm not saying I. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. people. Do He's whatever, going deep.
3: They
4: want. Yeah. Going deep, like Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback.
3: In the league's history. What a callback.
4: Like Garoppolo in the Super Bowl. Woo! Just narrowly missing the outstretched arms of Emmanuel Sanders.
1: I know the Chiefs won't be in the Super Bowl this year.
4: The odds are against it, for sure. I can't argue that. But I just don't see how we get stopped with a new revamped offensive line and the same guys on offense. Maybe, maybe this Frank Clark arrest will sink our season, but I just don't see probably it. Probably not. Yeah. I'll, probably. I'll take the haters. I'll take all you haters out there. You don't want me to talk about the Chiefs? <laughs> Who am I supposed to talk about, huh?
2: Your shitty team? Your fucking <laughs> shitty Eagles ass? <laughs> uh, I, I
1: think
2: Cole Beasley's doing some pretty interesting stuff. At least he's not a
1: Patriots does. man.
2: That's a you great callback, Dan, it, yeah.
0: The Madden cover? Or just Madden in general? Does anybody have a favorite Madden year? Ooh.
3: Uh, whenever Vic was on the cover. 96.
4: 04. yeah. That was the best. One. I mean, I, I like the Eddie George year.
3: Yeah. I think it was like a good one. 2000. one. I, used to, yeah. I used to play with the Dolphins, and I used to – I would never throw the ball. It was Eddie. just Ricky Williams up yeah, your Ricky. ass the whole game. <laughs> And Ricky Williams,
4: really the first player. Opened the door. Yeah.
3: Sure did.
0: And what year, because it it happened to me, I don't know if it happened to you guys, did you stop playing Madden? I think for me it was like maybe 08, 09. There is no such year for me.
4: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Currently.
0: The the game just got too
2: crazy.
3: Yeah. Uh, He's locked in. I think like 20...
2: I think like 2012 I stopped playing. I really because I moved and I didn't have a system and I just never got fully back in. But my favorite Madden cover athlete is John Madden. That dude was on the cover for years.
3: Oh yeah. So I said 96. Yeah, yeah, he's taking it back.
4: I mean, sure. There, there's some appeal to those old blocky, you know, barely motion captured guys on these.
3: Oh yeah. These old when, games. Uh... 98 was sick when the Ravens came out because their practice facility was autumn. It was all, It was like, ooh.
4: Yeah, they changed the color. Orange or trees. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think mine was, maybe it was like just a couple of years ago, like 14 or 15, but there was a season where if you played franchise mode long enough, then and I think I've mentioned this on the pod before, but if you played the franchise mode long enough, they would actually move certain teams to new cities and, or create expansion teams. So there was like, you know, the the Browns moved to Mexico City, and the uh, the Titans became like the London Knights.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, I, mean, I think you, when you guys were talking about like international games, you mentioned that. I think yeah, I remember something like that.
4: You are a real fan of this pod, Kungle, and
0: we need you. We love you. Yeah. I'm hey. here for the I'm here for the gems.
2: Jam it up, baby! You just got one. Hey, this has no, been man. the Spotify Green Room uh, pilot S- SWOLF. What a debut for joining we were here. us on Green Room. We'll see you next week at Monday on Monday at eight five. I don't know how to talk. Uh, okay, Dan, take a break. Okay,
3: bye, bye. Take hey, back <laughs> gems. Yeah, super sorry. Take bye. a gem. Okay, bye.
1: It's the only reason I talked. I thought you were giving me gems.